Hello, friends and fellow lovers of all things beachy. Welcome to The Beach Speaks, the podcast that shares stories about the beach and our connection to it. I'm your host and beach lover, Paige Friend, helping you reconnect with the beach, return to your soul, and reimagine your life. So grab a cool drink, relax in your beach chair, stick your toes in the sand, and enjoy this episode of The Beach Speaks. Hey, beach lover. I was on the beach this morning taking some sunrise photos with my new iPhone 14 Pro. And when I opened up my photo app to find some to post on Facebook, I glanced at the number under the recent file. 46,454. <laughs> I wasn't entirely shocked at the number, but it did make me think about how I could have that many images on my phone. I distinctly remember the time when I said, why do I need a smartphone? I'm perfectly happy with my flip phone. All I do is talk and text. I don't do Facebook. I have a GPS in my car. I can Google stuff on my laptop. And I love my new iPod Touch for music on the go. The camera on my phone wasn't very good. So for the rare occasion that I went anywhere fun and I wanted to capture the moment, I just bought a pocket-sized digital camera to use. It was a bit of a process learning how to download the photos from the camera to my computer, but that's what I had to do in the rare event that I wanted to share anything. I don't know. It's not that I'm averse to learning new technology. It's just that a smartphone seemed unnecessary and frivolous not to mention expensive. But it was the idea that with a smartphone, I could take a photo and text it to someone in the moment got me wondering. So in February 2016, on my birthday, I walked into the AT&T store, clutching my palm-sized Razor flip phone, and when the salesman asked me how he could help, I couldn't believe the words that came out of my mouth. I'd like to get an iPhone. And that, dear beach lover, was how I found a new way to connect with my family, my friends, and the beach. The first thing I did was FaceTime my daughter. Guess what I got for my birthday? Like the fact that I was FaceTiming her wasn't a giveaway. I told her, I did it. I got an iPhone. I was so proud of myself. And she was like, that's great, Mom. In her mind, she was probably thinking, oh, great. Now my mom's going to want to FaceTime with me all the time. (laughs) I was obsessed with taking pictures of the sunsets at the airport when I worked the second shift and the sunrises at my meditation spot at the lake by my house, anything in nature. I would take the photos and text them to my friends who would all respond with 
heart emojis and smiley faces and exclamation points. With my phone in hand, I was much more aware of where I was, of the beauty in nature. I felt connected. Around that time, my parents moved to Clearwater and I was making bi-weekly trips to see them and then catch a little quiet time at the beach before driving back to Orlando. If you've spent any time at the beach on the Gulf Coast, you know the sunsets are gorgeous. I had never seen anything so beautiful, and each one is so different. I'd sit in the sand and capture every minute, from when the sun began to get lower and lower over the horizon to the moment it slipped away from view, leaving a beautiful, colorful afterglow. It was magical. I especially love capturing the sunset with silhouette images of people on the beach, like the couple sitting next to each other in their beach chairs, holding hands, facing the water in the glorious sunset, and the little kids running along the edge of the water with their sand buckets, and the clouds, oh, the clouds. When the sun shone through, they made for some stunning pictures. After thousands of gorgeous beach sunset photos I've taken, There is one that remains my favorite. It was a few days after my mother passed away and I was seeking peace at the beach at sunset before driving back to Orlando that night. The clouds rolled across the entire sky in folds like a fuzzy blanket bright with orange, red, and yellow. And there was a silhouette of a couple standing at the water's edge side by side gazing out at the sunset. She with her arms casually folded in front of her, he with his head tilted a little to the side and his hands in his pockets. They looked like they were standing in an art gallery in front of a breathtaking piece of art. The moment was so perfect, I had to take a pick. Time stopped for a moment, and everyone around me stood still, looking in awe at this piece of art that only Mother Nature could create. I walked up to the couple to take more pictures from the water's edge and struck up a conversation. It was a mother and son who had a house painting business and had just gotten off at work. They had lived there all their lives and said they couldn't recall a time that the sunset looked this magical. I showed them the photo I had taken of them and offered to text them a copy. We then said our pleasant goodbyes, and then I sat back on my towel to text the pics to my soul sisters. We had a group text then. One of them remarked, Paige, this is spectacular. You should make posters of that photo and sell them. At that moment, I felt I had found my calling. A way to capture the beauty of these beach moments and share it with others. Since then, I have witnessed and captured many more stunning beach images, but this one will always be the one. And I owe it to my smartphone, the one I didn't think I would ever need. When I moved to Jacksonville Beach on the Atlantic coast, I thought I'd missed those sunsets on the Gulf. However, 
I'm a morning person, so I actually prefer getting up early and going down to the beach to watch the sun rise. Of course, I always take my phone to capture the moment. I love to watch the sky light up in bright yellow and orange, blues and pinks, and sometimes I'll get lucky and capture a seagull in flight. Of course, seeing dolphins is always special, but they're usually too far out in the water for me to get a good shot. My daughter came to visit from Virginia, and we wanted to do something special, so Ernie suggested that we take our kayaks out in the morning and go out in the ocean to watch the sunrise, and maybe we'd get to see some dolphins up close. I had recently upgraded to an iPhone XX and had been taking some really good photos, so I thought how cool it would be to capture the sunrise while paddling around in a kayak, but I was a little scared of taking my phone with me. I didn't want it to get wet or, God forbid, to drop it in the water. So I made Ernie take his Google phone. (laughs) It was waterproof and had a good camera. I could trust him to get at least a few good pics. Our kayaks are pretty heavy, so they're super stable in the ocean. But there were barely any waves, maybe one or two lapping up on the shore, so it was pretty easy to launch. All I had to do was point the front of the kayak toward the horizon, slide it into the water, hop in, and then paddle away. I got a little mad at myself for not bringing my iPhone. I'm sure it would have been fine. The sunrise was glorious, and Ernie captured a beautiful silhouette of Bailey in her kayak, looking out at the orange glow rising above the ocean. And when we paddled past the end of the pier... We saw some dolphins, and they were super close, just a few feet away. Now, I really wished I had my phone with me. I reminded myself to be grateful for this moment of connection and capture the images with my mind's eye. A few months later, we decided to take the kayaks out again. This time, Ernie's mom, Marie, was visiting, and the plan was for her to come along and give us a hand launching into the water and then watch us paddle around from the safety of her beach chair. This time, I was determined to take my phone with me. I put it in a clear waterproof case attached to a lanyard that I could wear around my neck so I didn't have to worry about my phone getting wet or falling into the water. The ocean was a little less calm than the last time we went out. There were a few waves breaking at the shoreline, but they weren't very tall, and they were spaced out enough that if I timed it just right and got over the first wave, all I would have to do was hop in and I'd be upright and paddling before the next one rolled in. Ernie went first. Easy breezy. Then it was my turn. Marie held the back of the kayak steady as I pointed the front straight ahead. She let go and I made it over the first wave, about waist-high, and into what I thought was calmer water, when just as I was about to hop into the seat and paddle out, I found myself facing a rogue wave that just came out of nowhere, racing toward me. The ocean was nearly chest high at that point, and this wave was coming at me fast. 
I felt like my only option at this point was hold on and try to go through it. The wave flipped the kayak and sent me tumbling toward the beach. Ernie was able to ride the wave in and help Marie, who was knee-deep in the water, trying to wrestle the kayak out of the water while I swam out frantically to grab the paddle in the seat that had fallen off before another wave took it all away. Banged up and out of breath, I climbed out of the water to survey the damage. Other than the broken straps holding the seat, everything else on the kayak was okay. I, on the other hand, was not. I had a scrape on my arm that stung from the salt water, and the back of my head was throbbing. The whole situation seemed both comical and embarrassing. As I unzipped my life jacket and unbuckled the straps, I felt the lanyard around my neck, and my heart sank. The plastic case holding my phone was gone. I was so focused on everything else that I didn't even think about my phone. I searched frantically through all my stuff and walked up and down the beach, hoping maybe it had washed up on the shore, but it was gone. I couldn't believe I had lost my iPhone in the ocean. Fortunately, nothing on the phone was lost. I had everything backed up on the cloud, but I felt lost. All those photos, videos, and the beach sounds I had recorded were a part of me, connecting me to the beach. And you. We tried calling the phone and checking the Find My Phone app. No signal. I walked the beach at high tide and low tide. I called the lifeguard station, hoping someone had turned it in. No luck. And of course, I wanted to replace the phone immediately but waited about a month for Apple to release their latest and greatest iPhone 11 Pro. This version had an even better camera, and the video options were amazing. As soon as it arrived, I went down to the beach, phone in hand. I waded into the ocean, just far enough to keep my balance. I felt the power of the waves, one after the other, pushing past my legs to meet the shore, and then pulling back into the ocean. Clutching my phone to my heart, I offered a silent prayer of gratitude, matching my breath with the passing of each wave. Breathe in, breathe out. And once again, the beach and I were connected. You know, there's a lot of talk about how our smartphones are making us dumb, stealing our attention and taking us away from the present moment. And honestly, there are times when I'm on the beach and I've had to remind myself, put the phone away and just be. However, I really love capturing moments at the beach with my smartphone and sharing those moments with you If you're curious about the sunset photo I described in this story, reach out to me at thebeachspeaks.com forward slash contact. Enter the words beach photo in the comment section and I'll send you a digital copy just for you. I'll post the link in the show notes. 
And if you want to see more of my beach photos and videos and get a glimpse into my beachside adventures, follow The Beach Speaks on Instagram or Facebook, post a comment or send a message, and let's keep the conversation going. The Beach is Speaking. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Beach Speaks. If you liked what you heard, share the podcast with another beach lover. And speaking of sharing, I want to know how The Beach is speaking to you. Share your favorite beach story or why you love the beach so much. Maybe you have a beachy tip or two that you think other beach lovers might like to know. To record a message, just go to my website, thebeachspeaks.com, Click the voicemail button, it's super easy, and I'll play it on the show. And if more beach is what you crave, visit thebeachspeaks.com or follow The Beach Speaks on Facebook and Instagram, where I post all my gorgeous sunrise photos and videos. It's another way for you to reconnect with the beach, return to your soul, and reimagine your life. The Beach is speaking. Are you listening?